Hey, what's up all you future successfully unemployed investors out there? My name is Dustin Heiner and this is the Master Passive Income Podcast. And we always talk about real estate rental properties and the goal is so that you can be a quitter. A quitter, somebody who quits their job because they don't need a job anymore. Now, when I was 37 years old, I quit my job and literally will never need to work a job again. And I have become successfully unemployed. So today we're gonna to be talking all about rehabbing a property from a distance. And I show people how to invest all over the country. You don't necessarily have to invest in your own backyard, you know, your own city or even your own state. So today we're gonna to talk all about getting contractors, getting the property fixed up, getting it ready for a tenant to move in. All right, guys, let's start the show. Welcome to the Master Passive Income Podcast, where we talk about investing in real estate rental properties with a special focus on making enough money so you can quit your job and live the dream life. And now, here is your host, Dustin Heiner. Hey guys, thank you so much for being a part of the Master Passive Income Podcast. Really appreciate you being here with me. And I have been getting so many people asking me questions about real estate and how to invest in rental properties. And some people have had some specific questions that I'd like to address on the show. So this week, I'm gonna put out a few shows that are gonna be shorter in length, but they're gonna be answering listener questions. And this session is gonna be a little shorter in duration, but we're gonna answer the question fully. So let's jump right into it. So recently I got a question from a gentleman named Greg. He says, hi Dustin, I'm in California and I'm looking out of state to buy property. How do you select and manage rehab crews, etc.?" Well, Greg, to do it right, there's two different ways that you can do it. I've done them both. Number one, you can hire a contractor or property manager to do the work. The other option would be for you to do all the work managing all the subcontractors, the laborers, the plumbers, the roofers, all that stuff yourself and save money in the end. Personally, my favorite way to do it is to hire a property manager. Somebody, like I said, that I trust, that are my eyes and ears that are running my business. We wanna work less and make more. And with passive income, we're able to do that by hiring a property manager, hiring a contractor, somebody to do all the work. Now, the downside, like I said, is you're gonna be spending more money on top of what it's gonna cost to actually get the work done. Let's say if you have a roof that needs to be fixed, well, your property manager or contractor who's overseeing it might tack on 10%. 15%, whatever it might be. On top of the work that is being done, it might be a little bit more money, but you don't have to do the work yourself. But the great thing is you're not spending your time, any of your time, because they are doing all the work and that's true passive income when other people are doing work and then in the end you start making money because that property's rented. Now the other train of thought would be You do all the work yourself managing the subcontractors, the laborers, the roofers, the plumbers, electricians. You're managing all of that yourself and saving that money. Now, I've done both. Actually, predominantly, I hire a property manager or contractor. But there is one property in particular that I want to tell you about. It was in Houston, Texas. And I bought the house for about $150,000. It needed a whole brand new septic system. It needed electric work done. It needed roofing done. It needed trees cut down. It needed so much work, even a new sliding glass door. It needed so much work done. And here's the funny thing. I bought the house without even seeing the property. I literally did not. I didn't fly there. I didn't get out of the car and walk the property. Didn't do any of that. 
I was trusting my um, uh, my realtor, my contractors, and subcontractors, basically um, my leasing agent who's going to be finding the tenant for me. Um, I was trusting all of them to be my eyes and ears as well as pictures. So let me give you some steps. If you're doing either one of these, hiring a property manager, or if you're doing it yourself, here are some key things that you need to think about and actually do as you're rehabbing the property. So number one, so number one, you need before and after pictures of everything. So before any work is done by anybody, be it the roofer or the plumber or the electrician or the handyman, whatever it might be, whenever you're doing any work on the property or having somebody do the work, Make sure they take before and after pictures and let them know that you absolutely, it's a must that you need before and after. Not just after pictures, but you want the before pictures showing you the damage or the problems or the issues so that you can verify, hey, yes, I understand that this is the work that needs to be done, but I'm not going to pay that much because that work there is not nearly as much. It should be less. So let's you know negotiate. You, know, you could do stuff like that, but you need before and after pictures of everything. The next thing is you want to verify all the work done in your property by every single subcontractor with other people that walk through the property. Let me give you an example. Let's say somebody is working on a sliding glass door and they are installing a brand new sliding glass door and the other one you know is bad and somebody's gonna get in there and replace it. Well, they get done and they everything's all completed. They send you the bill. You haven't paid them yet and you have a plumber going in to fix you know, some plumbing, You, as the plumber's going in there, let him know, hey, would you mind doing me a quick favor? Go to the back sliding glass door, open it a couple times. Um, if you see anything wrong with it, or if you have any issues with it, or if it looks fine, um, just I wanna know what it looks like and how it functions. Could you um, give me a call when you're looking at it so I can see if there's any issues with the work done? Or you have, a cleaning lady go through the property and clean the entire place really well. Well, you have a realtor that's going to show the property to somebody for to lease it out. And you ask them, hey, before you get there, um, could you plan maybe getting there 15 minutes early just to walk the property to make sure it looks good? I had a cleaning lady go through there. Can you just verify it makes it make sure it looks good and then let me know? So verify with everybody else that goes through the property, other work being done. The third thing you should do is have a property manager or a leasing agent or somebody that you would mostly trust to walk the entire property to make sure all the work is done on the entire property. Now, here's another huge key. Payment for work done by contractors should never be paid upfront before the work is done. Now I say absolutely never. So if you're gonna pay 100%, absolutely do not pay them 100% of the money until it's done. So here's an example of how you should pay for things. To get them started, the first payment should be about 10% upfront to get started. Um, I've seen as much as um, a third. Some people may ask for half of the money for the work to be done to get started. I say no. We need to we need to break it down even more. So you never want to pay everything up front. You want to pay them in draws. A draw would be, you know, when you start, you give them one draw. This, then they're halfway done, give them another draw. When they're fully done with the property, give them the third draw and final payment. So example would be, you know, if you had concrete work of $3,000, your first payment would be $300. Second payment would be one of the third of the work is done and you pay them $2,700 divided by a third, which is $900. The third payment would be two thirds of the work done, basically. 
another $900. And the fourth payment would be 100% completion of the work. So it's totally done. You pay them the balance, which would be another $900. That's how I've done it. And you could work with the contractors, work with the, the people that you're working with to work out a payment schedule, but never, ever pay them 100% of the money. You're going to be losing your money. Now, how to find good subcontractors and supplying companies and, and suppliers and things like that. Number one, you can go to Yelp.com. They usually have really good quality reviews from people that have used the subcontractors like a roofer or a plumber or electrician or handyman. Same thing with Google or word of mouth. You want to find good subcontractors by talking with people and doing searches. Next step would be selecting the right company or service provider. You want to select the right company by calling and interviewing them by making sure that you have the right person that you want to work with. Also, for each item that you're going to be doing, roofing, concrete work, electrical, painting, whatever, you want to at least get two or three bids on the work. You don't want to go with the first one. Now, two is good, but three is definitely better. Next step is interview each company over the phone to make sure you have the right person for the job. So if the company's hard to work with, for before they even get your business, like if they don't return your phone calls, if they don't show up when they say they're supposed to, if they don't really seem like they want your business, now that is before they have your business. Imagine once they have your business, how bad they're going to treat you. So if they treat you bad now before they have your business, imagine how bad they're going to be when they do have your business. Also, when you're selecting the right company or service, you can also see the portfolio of work, all the things they've done. You know, they have usually have pictures showing what they've done. You can even call references, making sure that you're, yeah, you're working with a reputable company. Also, go with your gut. If it doesn't feel like you're working with a good company, then just move on. There's no worry. Just don't work with them and go with somebody else. And the last step would be to stay on top of each job they do by calling daily and getting progress reports. Like don't just trust and let a week go by and just say, okay, I know that they're working. Let me just let them go ahead and continue to work. No, call them every day. See, how's it going? Every day you're on the phone with them. Maybe at most every other day. You want to know that you, they are working continuously. Also keep a detailed schedule to make sure you stay on your timeline. Like if you know you have to have the painting done before the flooring comes in, then definitely do that. And you'll make sure that the schedule stayed on by all your subcontractors. So stay on schedule and push companies to get the job done ASAP. Some companies might take a long time. Like if you pay them 100% upfront, imagine it's going to take them at least four or five times longer than they probably should because they're not worried about getting paid. They already got paid. Try to watch out for change orders. What they might say, hey, this is what happened. We quoted you this, but there is this problem and we have to change the, the total dollar amount. So it's going to go up. Really fight against those and say, do we really need to do that? And, and really fight against those. So change orders are really bad because they cost you a lot of money. So be careful with those. And that's basically it, guys. You can do it yourself and you, or you can have somebody else do it for you. Now, this ends this listener question for today. I'm going to put out a couple more this week. Really quick, hard-hitting ones, giving you quick information. So if you want to reach out to me, go to my website, masterpassiveincome.com, and you'll at the top, you'll see where you can reach me. Click on About Us, and then you can leave a comment there, and it'll get to me. And maybe I'll choose one of your questions to put on the show here and shout it out to everybody. And you can go to the show notes page at masterpassiveincome.com forward slash 017. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening. I'll see you in a couple days when I give out the next listener question. Get out there, start investing, and let's get started so you can be successfully unemployed. All right, peace out. Peace out.